This is the Johnny Cleveland Podcast. All things Cleveland sports with your host, John Suchan. And good morning and welcome to another Johnny Cleveland podcast. We are the morning of the big Browns versus Denver Broncos game. And yes, we do have a guest. If you're watching us on YouTube or on uh, Twitter, um, or if you tune in later on, you'll notice that we have a guest today. It is Jess Place of the Mile High Bronco um, affiliate um, with Fans First Sports Network. How are you this morning, Jess? I'm doing good. I'm I'm ready for a little football today. Yes, we we have a big game this afternoon between your Broncos and our Cleveland Brownies. And um, you know, us Browns fans, we have a history with you going way back. And, Sorry. Uh, yeah, and so we're we're a little. Bit, I'm a little bit. Uh, I'm optimistic this morning as the Browns go in with a seven and three record, but. Uh, Several weeks ago, it looked like the one and five Denver Broncos would be kind of okay. We'll go out to Denver, we'll beat them, and no, not not like that today. Uh, the Broncos have run off, I believe, four straight wins, and they stand at five and five, and they've beaten everybody from the Kansas City Chiefs to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, how are you feeling about that today, Jess? <laughs> I'm surprised. Like when the season started out, and and we had one win. And uh, just piling up the losses, uh, I I did not think that we would be at five and five. I didn't even think that we would get five wins all season. So so this is a welcome surprise. Um, I, I'm not going to say it's all gravy, but uh, but I'm enjoying the season, which is which is a turn from how the season began. Well, before we get into the the whole Broncos, I just your background. I know you guys work with the Mile High. Is it called the Mile High Bronco? Mile High Broncos podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I, I do a show called Something Something Broncos, and it comes out on Tuesdays. Um, but we have all sorts of shows, betting shows, and and all sorts of – it's the one-stop shop for all your Denver Broncos podcast needs. <laughs> and Bronco fans are everywhere, right? Because you're, you're not in Denver. You're uh, uh, across the country. Um, it's true. Yeah, I, I was uh, <laughs> born and raised in Colorado. Uh, and then I went to college in New Mexico and oh. uh, ended up in Los Angeles for a long time and lived in Nebraska for a year. And now I'm in New Hampshire and uh, still love the Denver Broncos. Uh, and I'm, the only thing I love more is my Sunday ticket uh, subscription uh, so that I can watch the Denver Broncos. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, you know, I lived in Kansas for 26 years. I grew up here in Ohio, but I moved out to Kansas. So I, I made it out to Denver a, a, a time or two and. The last time I went to a Denver Bronco Cleveland Brown game, I believe it was, I want to say it was around uh, 20, uh, 2007, eight or nine. Um, the Brady Quinn was the Browns quarterback and they traveled out there to Denver and, and the Broncos beat up on our, our Browns. That, that was, that. I think it was a Thursday night game. I think it was, I, I, I think okay. I remember that. So what I remember most about that game was that my son, I took with me, he was a uh, fifth grader at the time, and um, as we got into our seats, the, uh, the the young couple behind us, they were uh, already had been drinking quite a bit, and they inadvertently spilled an entire beer 
over over a top of my son. So it was my 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 fifth grade son smelled like a you know a a a, a beer hall. So uh, it was it was quite funny. But he always remembers that because the girl that was sitting next to him was very cute. So he 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 liked the experience. So. Oh wow! Uh, anyway. Wow! <laughs> Just imagine how much that beer cost. It's uh, right. I know. <laughs> so, anyway, but you know, we you know, Denver's a fine city, um, but we we in Cleveland hate your football team. For us older fans, have gone back. It, it ruined my childhood. Um, uh, John John Elway and whatnot. So it's it's hard to get that image out. Uh, younger fans here in Cleveland don't really know what that was like when we traveled out there. Um, well, first it was the drive and then the fumble. And so, um, but now we have this new group out there with you guys and you have Sean Payton as your head coach. You have Russell Wilson as your quarterback. Russell Wilson seems like he's maybe turned a corner or whatnot. It seems like he might be helping drive this winning streak. What are your, um, what are your thoughts on, on Russell and Sean Payton and, and where the team and, and how they've gotten here to this five and five mark and run off four straight? Well, I think the less that Russ cooks, the better. Uh, if you if you let him command total uh, total control of the offense, um, you get you get kind of last year. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett, bless his heart, with the Jets, uh, he uh, let he let Russ do whatever he wanted, and and we struggled mightily. And so, mm-hmm. if you're going to let Russ cook, let Russ cook hot dog water. And so that's kind of what we've been doing. It's it's a lot of a lot of passes behind the line of scrimmage. We don't really stretch the field very much with with deep passes. Um, it's a, we rely heavily on the run game. It is it is not the sexy John Elway offense of the 1980s. It is it is very very bland, methodical, and surprisingly successful. Uh, it's not a lot of fun to watch, but it seems to get the job done. We're actually, you know, we're getting field goals and, 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 yeah. and touchdowns now as opposed to um, not, nothing. Well, I think all it's, it felt like all the pressure was on Russell when he first got there and like you could almost sense it. And now it's, it just seems watching him the last couple of games, he seems more just not as, not as aggressive. Um, and I guess just seeing Sean Payton on the sideline, I mean, everybody was, it seemed like everybody wanted Sean Payton fired after, you know, six weeks of the season. I mean, it, it he's been an, he's an experienced coach, been with New Orleans all those years. Um, it, it does say something to have a veteran co- coach there. It seems like he's kind of helped turn the, t- turn the tide or to help that help, help your Broncos this season. How do you, how do you feel about Sean? And do you like him? Do you think he's the long-term He's definitely the the adult in the room. Um, I kind of look back to when Josh McDaniels was uh, fired by the Broncos. Like we needed we needed that like presence, the 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 the, the guy who could bring all the veterans yeah. together to get them to buy in, so that the younger guys would buy in. And so it's like there's that John Fox guy, and then now yeah. we're back with Sean Payton. He's the kind of guy that everybody can get behind. And now that we're having a little bit of success, like I see that kind of snowballing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the um, my colleagues and I have talked a little bit about your Broncos as we've led into this week, um, looking at, you know, where the Browns and the, and the Broncos have their advantages or disadvantages um, with your with the Broncos. As far as your defense, um, you guys give up a lot of or you have given up a lot of yards. Obviously, there was the one game, I think, 
was it well, you guys were involved in the Miami game where you gave up 70 points, right? I don't remember that. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Miami. So, so they're giving up. So are they like, they're averaging about 400 yards uh, giving up on defense. Is that right? A little bit over that, but it's, it, it was it was yeah. an incredible amount. I mean, you can't you can't allow seventy points in a single game, uh, and not have your season averages completely skew the a opposite skew, direction yes. you want them to go. <laughs> okay, well, what about the run game? You're against the D, like we're, we've talked about how the Browns might have an advantage today with the run with the Browns run game against your uh, Bronco defense. Do you see that as an advantage for the Browns, or how do you see that? It is, it is frustrating uh, watching teams run on us. Um, we give up a ton of yards on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say uh, it, it will hurt not having Kareem Jackson, uh, who is uh, suspended again, second time mm-hmm. this season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it looks like it looks like PJ Locke will be will be in support. Um, it seems like he's going to be in, so uh, we're we're hopeful that 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 will happen, and he might actually be pretty good. And uh, so, um, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I I agree. Okay, so um, I mean the Browns have had a pretty good run on 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 with their run game this season, despite Nick Chubb going down early. A lot of Browns fans were very nervous. Said, "Oh my God, what the hell are we going to do?" Um, but they've they've kind of had a run game by by committee Kareem Hunt they brought in they've got this kid Jerome Ford from Cincinnati in his second year and they've been many games been running up you know, about 150 175 yards per run game now last week um the, the the Steelers you know didn't allow them over 100 yards rushing uh, that was kind of a I don't know if you saw any highlights of that game it, there weren't a lot of highlights in that game um and probably the Broncos fans are excited that Maybe you're, you've got a rookie um, Browns quarterback, DTR, Dorian Thompson-Robinson going against you. Do you think that that's an advantage for the, the Broncos defense for today? Uh, it, I mean, it can't hurt. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll take it. I mean, uh, Deshaun Watson, I, 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 what, what, we have been nervous for Deshaun Watson. I, I would say <laughs> we would have taken him seriously. Um, yeah. But uh, – but, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, I am fighting the urge to make Deshaun Watson jokes right now. And I'm just I'm just going to leave him on the table and we're, okay. we're just yeah. we're just not going to do it. It is such um, a hard it's such a hard thing here in Cleveland. I mean, honestly, it is something where, you know, the fan base is is really divided. You know, there are still there's a lot of hatred for Deshaun with everything that happened off the off the field. And people won't give that up. There are people that gave up their season tickets and they will not follow the Browns now because Deshaun Watson is is their is our quarterback, but I'm sorry I cut you off there. No, that's 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 fine. Uh, the rookie quarterback. I, I I I here's the thing about the Broncos is that if there is a former Bronco on the opposing team or a rookie or someone looking to make a name for themselves, they will do it. Like we we make nobody's look amazing, and so Wait, that's if you were looking for a breakout fans. game, it's this it could be it for your quarterback. <laughs> Well, you know, the kid did play at UCLA for five years. He had a really good, solid um, college career. And I think what has impressed Browns fans this week or listening to him and his, you know, fans like to go immediately, well, this kid's really, really mature. You know, he says the right things and all this. So we'll see how it all pans out. Obviously, um, I mean, it's a big step for the Browns. Browns have had their, their struggles the last two seasons this year. 
Finally, they're back kind of on that above 500. Um, everyone wanted to fire Kevin Stefanski, their head coach at the beginning of the season again. Um, but he's put a string of, of wins together now. Um, so where do you see the Broncos having the biggest advantage today? Yeah, I'll be honest, like this team has been all over the map this year. And so it, will they have an advantage? I, I hope so. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I, it's the run game is key. Uh, yeah. Russ protecting Russ is going to also be key that we haven't, mm-hmm. we've really struggled uh, doing that this year. And so mm-hmm. you got to give him some time. And if we can't give him some time, then the run game has to, has to be successful. It, it's really all hinges on our ability to score points. And so yeah. we, we come out like, it's kind of like the Mike Shanahan, like he scripts, Sean Payton scripts the first like 10 plays. And it, usually yeah. it seems to be okay. Like we go down yeah. and we score um, less, get a turnover early and then we panic and always end up kicking a field goal um and so (laughs) i I, honestly i think you know it's like the old adage it's like well it really comes down to our ability to score points to win this game so um yeah i I hope we score a lot (laughs) just let, 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 let me pause real quick for a commercial break and we'll be right back this is the johnny cleveland podcast part of fans first sports network and the fanatical l's network we'll be right back Okay, we're back here on the Johnny Cleveland podcast. That was amazing, right? Right? Did you like those commercials? Yeah. Um, oh, I love, I love, yeah. I love the first one and the second one. It was great. And the third, right. Um, so, uh, you know, are you guys scared of the Browns' defense? Miles yes. Garrett. Yes. Yes, absolutely. That's that's the the number one bugaboo uh, that uh, my partner. I, I I do a show on Tuesdays and. Um, and he was most concerned about the defense and so, so much so that I, I was kind of surprised that he thought that that would be our downfall, that, mm-hmm. um, that the Broncos would lose because of how lethal <laughs> the Browns yeah. defense is. Um, Miles Garrett's amazing. Like he is, right? he yeah. is amazing. Um, even though he doesn't him- recognize, uh, even though he didn't recognize Kyler Murray, um, right. <laughs> I thought that was a great video. I love that. Right, right. He um he's having a hell of like he's been here seven years now, and I will say, watching and listening to him over the years, he's really enjoying this year. Obviously, they, the Browns have brought in Jim Schwartz, which really the de- defensive coordinator has kind of changed kind of the mindset of our defense. And Miles is getting the benefit of playing with all these other guys now, like Delvin Tomlinson, Shelby Harris. Um, Smith, Zadarius Smith, and he's just got a better supporting cast. And I think that that's really helping him. Um, he's got 13 sacks. Hopefully he'll get a few more today. Um, but yeah, so I, that's what I, I mean, I think Browns fans are kind of holding their hat, uh, you know, thinking that, you know, the way they're going to w- win this game is through their defense again. And um, they've been causing some more turnovers and, whatnot that Browns are running off two wins now against the Baltimore Ravens and the Steelers, which rarely happens. They've beaten all three teams in, in, in the division. So, um, but I am, I am nervous about going out there to, to play your Denver Broncos. Um, your, do you, where do you see the Broncos going this? I mean, you're, they're five and five. I mean, is there own, is it, can anybody stop them? They won one four in a row. Um, they've got Russell Wilson, who's been a, you know, an all, all pro all these years and a great coach. 
Do you do you think that they can get all the way to the playoffs and and, and beyond that? Uh, the only team that can stop the Denver Broncos is the Denver Broncos. Yes. I think that they will probably do a pretty good job of it. Um, <laughs> we, I, I I don't know. It's anomalous. Like, it, it, yeah, I don't know if this is a good team. Like, I I was super furious for the first five weeks of the season. I've never been right. so mad as a Broncos yeah. fan or hurt yeah. or just like I felt lied to. Like, <laughs> it was it was not a great start to the season. I I, right. I did not think that they were going to do anything, and so when they beat Green Bay. I was like, eh, you know, yeah. we beat the Bears. Eh, like, you're, but they weren't right. like dazzling wins. It wasn't like, no. you know, seventy right. to twenty. Um, it was, it was nice. And then, and suddenly, we beat the Chiefs and the Bills, yeah. and and now we're, you know, Minnesota. And it's like, oh, maybe we actually do know how to play football. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe I was totally wrong, and I'm sorry. And I'd like to apologize to defensive coordinator Vance Joseph. I did not say those things. I may have written them, but I did not say those things. Yeah. Um. I honestly, I, I, it's all. I would love to make the playoffs. That would be mm-hmm. awesome. I don't think they would make very much noise in the playoffs, mm-hmm. but I think they have a shot if they can hold this thing together uh, yeah. long enough. <laughs> well, I <laughs> we'll think see. They, they won that game against the Chiefs, right? A couple weeks ago out there yeah. in Kansas City. And that's kind of your rival, isn't the Aren't the Chiefs con- considered one of your main rivals? Yeah, it's, um, the, it's the Chiefs and the Raiders. And it's just because we hate the Raiders that we include them, even though they've been Everybody awful hates for the Raiders. Years. We all hate yeah. the Raiders, man. Red no, Ride 88. Like, <laughs> that's not, oh, man, you had to do that. Sorry, you know, his, sorry. No, no, it's okay because, you know, um, that actually was the moment in my childhood that, you know, that year was the first year I really started getting into the the Browns. And a lot I'm calling the Browns this year the Cardiac Kids 2.0 or 3.0 uh, because they have had so many close wins and comeback wins toward the end of these games. And it reminds me of a lot of that 1980 season and then that the tragedy that you just mentioned, Red Right 88, Um uh yeah um you know and then that followed a few years later with your you said you grew up out in denver right so were you i did yeah were you did you that 86 game 87 with the playoff game with with john elway driving at 98 yards um did you, were you watching that were you oh yeah yeah i that my whole family like I, I i remember that very vividly and and one of the the kind of like lost facts of that game yeah. was that there was kind of like this friendly Friendly? I don't know. There was this kind of rivalry between the uh, Cleveland, I think it was the Plain Dealer, and yeah. the Rocky Mountain News. And yes. so they put full-page ads in each other's papers, full-page cartoons. Oh. Um, and and I remember, I remember seeing like, wow, this must be a really big deal because there is this full-page cartoon uh-huh. of, uh, of a Cleveland kind of mocking the Denver Broncos in our paper. Yeah. Like, how could they yeah. do this? You know, right. and then and then you read about it, and it's like, oh, we did the same thing. Uh-huh. Um, and oh, so, I so I, I yeah. remember that uh, first, and then I remember the games. And I mean, for as devastating as it was for the Browns, that it was as exciting for the Broncos because we only had that one Super Bowl victory. We didn't have those AAFC championships uh, in in the fifties, you know. Like we had one Super Bowl loss to uh, to Tom Landry's Cowboys. That's right, and that was it. Right. So, so to to that was that was the high watermark for us. Yeah. So. 
Um, it was it was a really big deal. I don't think, obviously, us Browns fans. I mean, we were so uh, when that moment happened with Elway and and that whole team. That was, I mean, I actually rewatched that drive a couple of weeks ago, and I mean, it was a fantastic drive that they. I mean, it was just crazy how that these things happen. And, and uh, but back in '86 or when the playoff game was in '87, the January, I don't think you know fans of the Browns thought. Okay, I mean, it was awful. It was, but what really, really hammered home the, 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 the brutalness of, of playing your Broncos was then, I think it was the following year, right? That then then we go to, to play you out in Denver. Was that a couple of years later or was it the following year? I think it was. That was the following year. That that's yeah. Jeremiah Castile with the, the strip yeah. on Ernest and, Biner. I mean, we have a broken couch at our house because my, my best friend at the time, um, Doug, he was so mad that he, um, in my in my house like started pounding it and jumping up and down and broke the broke the leg of this old couch that we had <laughs> um it did not go over very well with my father but um anyway <laughs> uh, yeah it was just that i that was just awful uh for browns fans but so that really was where it kind of you know um made it all all the worse but no, for your Broncos, I mean that that was a great stretch for you guys. Except for, like you said, they 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 got the Super Bowl when they didn't get the Super Bowl any time during that period, right? It was a little bit later. It, it was, was the nineties, yeah. It yeah, was it okay. was much later, yeah. Yeah, we saved you guys the embarrassment of uh, of getting hammered by the Giants and the Redskins. Well, that's what <laughs> so. that's what you think would happen, but no, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> And all the legend of Doug yes. Williams was born against us. Like, it's, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. No, I, I, it's, it's a lot of fun. You know, Broncos fans are, you guys are a very passionate fan base. It's funny because we, I was watching some college football yesterday with, with my kids who are traveling in and over the holidays. And so they, they live out in Seattle and we were commenting on, um, they, they live, they've gone to a couple Washington Husky college games. And, and I don't know if you like the college game, but, um, they were just comparing notes of fans, for example, in, in Washington uh, to like Browns fans or, you know, or, or, or Ohio state and Michigan Wolverine fans, because we had the big game here and it's just like night and day. They're just so polite and they don't really get allowed <laughs> obnoxious up, up there in the, in the great state of Washington. But uh, I don't know what you see where, where you're at or if I just think that's kind of funny how, because I think Denver fans are, are, are very passionate. I think they know they're, football they've been they've seen a lot uh when i've been to the bronco game um like years ago uh that was um i mean i just remember that their fan base was really into it so yeah we 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 do like football uh it's it, it denver is primary i mean even though the nuggets won the the championship I, I, it, we are yeah. a football town and and that's what has made these last few years so so awful is like that we've never seen anything like this like we've never been this bad before and so we uh may be a little entitled and we don't yeah. really know how to handle it and we handle it poorly um yeah. I, I, especially me um, but, uh, I, I will say my wife is, uh, is from Washington and a lot of her family oh, yeah. is there. And, and I, I will say that, um, with regard to the Broncos, especially because the Seahawks used to be an AFC West yes. foe, mm -hmm. uh, that has not been my experience. They are, they are outwardly hostile and they do not like us. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, maybe it was just because it was the Washington, maybe it was a college game. Um, that, 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 
uh, was the feeling yesterday when we were looking at the fans because we had just watched the Ohio State Michigan fans where the silly uh, Wolverine fans go completely crazy. Um, they 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 think they're I, superior. I am so uh, sorry. I, I have a good buddy who is from Ohio, huge Browns fan. He was so looking forward to the game yesterday, and yeah. I I felt. I mean, I my heart goes out to you guys. <laughs> Let's get beaten by a a Harbaugh-less Michigan team. Yes. Well, just yeah, and I, you know, I live here in Columbus, and and I had. Uh, you know, I was kind of born and raised up, up in the Cleveland area, but so now I live down here and like Columbus is just, it's like the Buckeyes are like a professional team, the way that they treat their news and everything. And so this town was like a ghost town yesterday during the game. And now it's just, um, you know, losing three to that team from up North is just, uh, God forsaken. It just can't happen. So we'll see what happens with Ryan day. Um, all sorts of rumors, but um, I have no. been hearing those rumors from my buddy as well. So we'll see. Yeah. Do you guys have a good thought? Like you're in New Hampshire right now with the Broncos. Do you have a fan base? Do you, do you have fellow Bronco fans that you can meet up with uh, there in New Hampshire when you watch games or do you, I mean, you have Sunday ticket, but I didn't know if like, you know, Browns fans have the Browns backers. We have this world oh, yeah. organization. Do you guys have an organization like that or do you, um, well, and- New Hampshire is a, is, is a teeny, teeny, tiny state, um, but yes. I do have a bunch of Bronco fan friends up here. Um, and, I, you know, Twitter is amazing. And yeah. I, I am connected to so many different Broncos fans that, I, you know, I don't feel like I'm isolated. Um, I, I have a, uh, a healthy contingent of Patriots fans that are Bronco sympathetic, which I feel like I've made some some real headway. Uh, with them, because uh, uh, we we are not friends. We are we are we are definitely rivals. Um, but with the Browns backers, like I, I'll tell you, I have friends back in Los Angeles that that yes. go that are part of like the the West Hollywood Browns backers, yeah, sure. and yeah. um, a, a girl I went to college with, like every week, posts about you know these photos right. of of her right. showing up at the same bar with the same dudes, and like yeah. it's like it's yeah. like a big deal. And so, like, it, so the Browns are healthy. Cool. Like I mean, yeah. all, all across the country. Like well, I, I, was I, the, I, I, love I was it. The, I was the president of the local Browns backers there in Wichita, Kansas. We called ourselves the Oz Chapter, and um, they're they're still very strong there. They have. 40, 50 people that show up every Sunday at the, at the local sports uh, bar. And uh, so it's, uh, it's, it is a very big, it's a very big commitment. Uh, the loyalty is there. So all eyes will be on this game this afternoon uh, with out there in the mile high st- uh, city. You still call your stadium, the mile high stadium or. Oh that, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it'll always be mile high. Like it, yeah. I, I don't know. They call it's like a, it's some retirement company that also sponsors the chiefs. <laughs> uh, we don't No. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a final thoughts before I let you go. And again, you can be, you guys can find um, Jess's podcast and they're part of the uh, fans first sports network here. Uh, it's the mile high Bronco affiliate. Um, any, uh, where can we find you? Like you have other shows out there any final thoughts on yeah uh, you can uh, you can uh, follow us on at mh broncos pods uh on on twitter or x or or whatever they call it now um and uh you know we'll we're out there 
doing our Broncos thing. So if, if, if suddenly you're like, wow, the sound of Jess's voice is amazing. I think I'm going to follow the Broncos now. That's where you can find us. Right. That, that, that's not going to happen, but uh, we, we, <laughs> we, we appreciate it. It would be a cold day in hell, but um, no, <laughs> no, no fair, I just, I really appreciate your, your coming on the show today. This is, you know, um, we're, we're getting our, our feet off the ground here on our, our affiliate, but I know you've got a strong following. So spread the love to your uh, Broncos fans. Tell them all about our fanatical elves network here. The uh, enemy talk. Um, we've got a great group of guys here too, that, provide a lot of different views on the brownies so uh jess as always thank you so much for coming out on a sunday morning uh i really appreciate it i um hopefully it'll be a good game today what what's your final do you have a final verdict if you had to make a prediction uh i think i think it's going to be 21 i think i said 21 to 9 i picked the broncos to win for the first time this season except for week one yeah and so they will probably lose (laughs) <laughs> One day night. That's cool. So that's okay. Well, you're going to shut down our offense. That's 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 impressive. I mean, we don't have a rookie quarterback. I mean, I could see that. I really could. I'm I'm not going to predict that because I'm a Browns fan, but <laughs> I could definitely see how that could could happen. Um, I think our Browns team has struggled. I think everyone's complains all the time about our offense um, and and their coach Kevin Stefanski, even though he's really called a really good season. Um, We'll see how that all pans out, but I'll go with the Browns in a, in a close win. I'm, I'm going to say something like 24 to um, 19 or something like that. I'm thinking they're, they're going to pull it out on the other end, but um, thank you so much again for uh, joining us this morning. I always finish our show on the Johnny Cleveland podcast by reminding everybody too. that's right. Remember to keep smiling, everybody take care and go Browns. Yay. <laughs> Got the closing credits here.